0: Welcome back to the I 95 East Coast Sports Podcast. I'm Josh. He is. I am Aaron. All right. We got a lot to talk about today because the first, we're going to jump right into it. The elephant in the room is that we have the O's, eight wins in a row, house money, pair of first place teams on the horizon with the Dodgers and the Rays. And it's just a shame that, you know, one of the Rays games is not going to be on Sunday Night Baseball. And, um, what are the O's got to do to keep this up? Because this is, this is great. I'm, I'm having so much fun.
1: Yeah. To, to, to sweep the Marlins team, which obviously the Marlins sitting right there, you know, in contention with the Phillies, uh, right. You know, nobody's catching the Braves, but that Marlins team was good. And, and we talked about that last week a little bit. Like I didn't really know what to expect with the O's going up against the Marlins and right. getting that home sweep in the way that they did it. I mean, they hit the ball really good. Gunnar Henderson is just, night and day difference on you know where he's at now compared to where he started this season that mm-hmm. and really they're pitching well too i mean everything's kind of coming together you know they they had a little bit of a hiccup but really they're they're playing great team baseball i'll say it like that
0: yeah the thing is is that the O's are playing right now with house money um knowing that um they're just one game behind Tampa Bay. Okay. Tampa Bay since starting 29 and seven, they're, they're 31 and 29, 33 or 29 or yeah, 33 and 29. Um, They have not been looking too good. They just, you know, it's like you lose two, you lose, you lose the last game against the Royals who are one of the worst teams in the league. And I feel like Tampa Bay is starting to fall apart just a little bit.
1: They're definitely not what they were. Right. I mean, I don't think anybody expected them to keep up that electric pace that they were on what they started out like 13 and Oh, that's, you know, not sustainable. That never will be, but yeah, they've really, they've fallen and the Orioles are climbing. Like it's kind of working right in harmony for the Orioles to, to try and take that number one spot in the AL East. I mean, you look at the Yankees they I think they lost two out of three out there in Colorado they might have got swept I can't remember but um they losing in extra innings you know yesterday the Yankees are not a good team the Red Sox very well could climb climb and make some type of push more so than the Yankees at this current moment but still they're not going to catch the Orioles like this is the the year for the taking for the Baltimore Orioles I mean like a, like we talked about, how good the Rays are, they're not so good right now, and they haven't been so good over the last month. So, this yeah. Dodgers series is definitely pretty interesting. Not a team that the Orioles see much, obviously being in the in the NL West and and the Orioles being in the AL East. But uh, I'm definitely interested to see how that's gonna gonna pan out and see if the O's can stay as hot as they yeah. are.
0: And here's the funny thing. Okay, the the uh, the announcers did a jinx yesterday with the Yankees uh, Rockies game. Alan Trejo came up. No home runs in 120 at bats. Oops, we made, made a mistake. Spoke too soon. Spoke <laughs> too soon. Yes, and you know the Dodgers—they're—they're they're a good team. They are very good. I mean, they got a lot of high-priced talent, but they're not playing up to that high-priced talent. That's the killer. I, I mean, their payroll is 300 million dollars plus. They have Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts um, has played against the O's in the past, and you know he has some good numbers at at. Oriole park so what do the o's have to do to take this series against the dodgers i mean because we haven't lost a series in the adley rutchman era
1: yeah i still don't see that i don't see that happening here i mean tonight i'm a little bit on edge about i mean obviously we've seen flashes that grayson can be good but we've seen flashes that grayson's been you know very erratic you know pitching balls right down the middle of the play it looks like pat batting practice at times so tonight i'm a little bit concerned for for the Orioles there i i I mean, like you said, the the Dodgers are, you know, with that massive payroll, you kind of expect a little bit more. But they 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 <laughs> interested in fifty three wins; they're no slouch, you know. But I I just think the Orioles got to continue to swing the bat well. I mean, what really takes me back was that that Twins. I mean, they hit the ball good against the Marlins, but I would say the Marlins are just a a pretty good pitching squad, not uh, not outstanding. Uh, but I mean, they murdered the ball in that in that Twin series, so I'm looking for them to. To kind of continue to to hit the ball well, Adley Adley to 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 stay hot, Gunner to stay hot, and uh, yeah, that type of thing. I mean, it's really going to take I think everybody to contribute to beat this Dodgers team because you know whether they're playing good, bad, or indifferent, they they will sneak up on you and they can put up a five, six, seven spot in any well, type of inning.
0: Judging by their lineup, you know they have seven players with ten plus home runs. But the th- another thing that grabs me is that. They're not really putting the ball in play. Okay. Team batting average right now is about 249. Uh Max Muncie's batting a buck 93, 21 home runs, 53 RBIs. All their all their players have 20 RBIs or more. You have Betts with 65. You have Freeman with 63. Obviously, they can score, but it's their pitching that's kind of killing them right now. I mean, we got we got three players that we're going to be facing. Who have well? I don't think she has seen the Orioles ever, and the other two have never seen the Orioles ever. So this this could be a very interesting series, to say the least.
1: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, Clayton Kershaw. It seems like he's eighty years old. You know, obviously he's he's getting up there. As far as this could be his last season, he he's kind of contemplated whether he's coming back or not. Like the last two or three years. That, that lineup isn't as scary as it used to be. I'll say it like that. That that Dodgers lineup two, three years ago, I mean, still no slouch. I mean, you can't make mistakes to bets Freeman, I mean, Will Smith's a good hitting catcher. J.D. Martinez can still hit the ball out of the ballpark. But towards the bottom of that, I, like, I don't fear Jason Hayward. I don't fear Chris Taylor. Like, those guys are okay. But I think if you can navigate around the top five, really, I mean, if you can get through one through five without giving up, a massive amount of damage. I think you can, you can beat this Dodgers team and you can, you can definitely pitch to them. The Orioles have faced, I I would almost argue that the Red Sox lineup is better, you know, top to bottom than, than this Dodgers lineup. And that might be a hot take, but it's without, you know, with six, seven, eight, nine, it's like, it's not that outstanding.
0: Right. All right. So let's um, let's move over to the Phillies now. Um, Phillies, as you know, they have the night off tonight. They uh, will be playing the Milwaukee Brewers as a three game set. The thing that's bothering me right now about the Phillies, okay, they can hit, but they're not putting the ball in play either. I mean, look at Kyle Schwarber, for example. Okay, this is a great example. The guy has 25 home runs, but just 66 hits, okay, and a buck 89 average. Okay, he can whale the crap out of the ball. And you have three players that are just striking out like men Trey Turner, Nick Castellanos, and Kyle Schwarber. Okay, combined, they have 324 strikeouts. So, what do the Phillies got to do this week uh, against the Brewers to, and try and get themselves back into the wild card chase?
1: Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I'm obviously, taking three out of four from the Padres was big. It's for whatever reason, the, the Phillies own the Padres. It doesn't seem like, it, you know, no matter what is going on, the Padres could, could be on pace for 100 wins. They play the Phillies. They usually lose. So it's one of those things, you know, you, you beat a team that's should be a lot better than they are as far as on paper. They should be exponentially better than they are, you know, obviously in real life, and, and they're struggling. So I, I think, no, you bring up a good point. These, these Like Schwarber, Schwarber is that type of guy. He will show up you know, when, when you do need him, nine times out of 10, he hits that massive home run. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you take, you take the good with the bad and the ugly, because the bad and the ugly is the fact that he can't really play left field like at all. And he strikes out a ton. Like you said, he doesn't walk a bunch. I mean, he, he walks more than some guys that, you know, swing the bat as much as he does, but that's not saying much. He, he's he got to put the ball in like Even, you know, just challenge, challenging somebody to turn a double play, at least do that. But yeah, I mean, JT Remuto is kind of having a, a so-so year. I mean, he's picked it up as of, as of recently, but he's still hitting only 246. That's not what you expect from him. Trey Turner still hasn't exactly figured it out, which is, is quite kind of surprising to me. Um I'm not sure if it's a mental thing or what, but yeah, you're, you're, you're exactly right. They need just put the ball in play and, and you can't, this team takes a lot of third called strike outs and it's, you can't do that. I mean, you're just not giving the, the players on base a chance, and you're not giving the rest of the lineup a chance to turn over.
0: Right. And judging, you know, looking at their running uh hitting with runners in scoring position, they're not really doing too good. They're hitting two ten with runners in scoring position right now. Um <sighs> pitching wise they're <sighs> They seem to be uh, holding their own. I mean, you got Walker's got 11 wins. You got Nola's got eight wins. Wheeler's got seven. But, uh, you know, as a team, their ERA is 410. So what's so with the Phillies and the trade deadline coming up, what do you think they're going to need down the road? They really want a wild card spot.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy because, like, you, you know, you talk about the O's. I think they're maximizing pretty much everybody on the squad. I mean, Kyle Gibson has been a little bit bad as of recently, but other than that, I mean, the I think the Orioles are squeezing all the juice they can out of everybody. The, the Phillies, not so much. I mean, Aaron Nola is not doing so hot again. I mean, it, he's in a contract season. He came out and said, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, make a ton of money after the season. And and I don't think it's going to be at the Phillies anymore because he's, you might as well call him Aaron gives up a home run Nola. That, that's, that's who he is. He, he just, I think the Orioles, or the Orioles, I think the Phillies need to obviously go out and get a starting rotation arm, honestly. I mean, Taewon Walker started out horrible. I mean, I think he was like 0-5 or 0-6 to start the year. He's turned it around. He's probably there. Honestly, he's been better than Wheeler, uh, and he's been like almost unhittable in, in recent time as as Taewon Walker has been. So I still think they need to go, get, go out and get a, a starting rotation arm. The bullpen's been pretty good. Um, all things considered it's been pretty locked down and and Kimbrel's Kimbrel was an all-star which kind of surprised me but but yeah I I think the the starting rotation needs a bump I wouldn't be surprised if they go out and get a bench bat too because Josh uh Josh Harrison is just not that great excuse me he hasn't been that great and he he just doesn't give you much there
0: yeah and um one another thing that has been grabbing me about the Phillies is that you know they they do take a lot of walks, but you know they're they're swinging at everything. They're absolutely swinging at everything. They are dead last in strikeouts at uh, hitting uh uh 850. Um, they do take a lot of walks. Okay, and this is this is kind of goes hand in hand with you know being a power team. You know more strikeouts than you do walks. Um, what I'm seeing is Philly needs to get maybe one extra bat. Maybe an arm, maybe a middle reliever as well. Um, I know that Kim- Kimbrell has been up and down, up and down, up and down. Okay, he just needs to knock off that that silly throwing motion. Um, <laughs> uh, but I definitely believe that the Phillies can make a run. They can make a run for the for the playoffs. Okay, but they gotta get their act in order that's the main thing. They just got to get their act in order. They have to they got to stop swinging at everything and they just, you know, just yeah, just quit swinging at everything, okay? So the, I mean, it's just going to be it's just going to be an interesting next 71 games for the Os. Um and for the for the Phils, you know, just if they can just get it together somehow I think they'll make the wild card, but they're going to be playing away from uh, Citizens Bank Park.
1: Yep. Yep. Similar to last year. I I don't know if they want to be like people contemplate. Oh, should you know, do they want to be in that position? I never think you want to be. I think you want to win the division. That's the goal. You get the home field advantage. You know, you don't have to play those three game wild card series and and everything else and go through all that. But, hey, I mean, the the key is for, for both teams, just get in like you just got to get in and 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 you never know what
0: can happen from there so 100% right all right so let's uh, go ahead and move on to our next topic it's the trade deadline the trade deadline is now 2 weeks away um like you said Orioles may need to pick up a bench bat maybe need to pick up a middle reliever Phillies may need another starting pitcher um but who's going to be the biggest seller uh, the teams that are that are probably pretty much out of the playoffs i
1: i gotta go i think st louis cardinals are this year to be honest with you i agree um, th- they're never really in this position they're you know one of the best organizations in baseball most consistent you know every single year pretty much and this is the first year you see them really just out of it i mean they're last time i saw like a couple of days ago they were they were in last place so i i don't know if that's changed but they're they're not a good ball club uh, I can never say his name. We talked about that off air, but Nolan Ar- Arlenado, I think it is. Arlanato. Right. I, it's just, it trips me up every time. Yeah, That's fine. I, I think he'll be on the, on the trading block. I mean, if I'm the Cardinals, I'm trying to restock that team, you know, get some young prospects, get some young pitching arms, you know, even guys that have been in the league, but you got to sell off these guys that are getting towards the end of their careers, because I think that the Cardinals might be two, three years away from, from being a decent ball club again, because, You know, you never see them in this position. Maybe they go out and spend, 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 but that doesn't always exactly win either. So I got to
0: go Cardinals here. Well, I definitely say the Cardinals. I think with the way the Yankees are going right now, I think they're going to be sellers. I think the Yankees are going to be the big sellers because first of all, I don't know. I've never seen them play this bad before in, in (laughs) in my entire life. I have never seen the Yankees play this bad and nobody's sobbing. Nobody is. Okay. You have a $290 million payroll. Okay. You've lost Aaron judge. Okay. Uh, I hope he comes back soon. Carlos Rendon, you pay him $160 million. He has a back back injury. I have never seen the Yankees play this bad in my entire life. So I'm definitely saying they're going to be, they're going to be sellers, but what what do they got to sell? They got, they That's, got nothing. They got nothing in the farm
1: that, and, and who's going to, I mean, I think they have a couple guys, you know, you know, every team has a couple guys in the farm, not, not to, not to argue your point there, but, yeah. but I think even more so a problem, you know, and I agree with you, but even more so a problem is like, who's going to take Josh Donaldson's contract or, or are they just going to have to eat all of it? And then, if you eat all of it, are you even get you? You'll get a single A player back. I mean, you're not going to get any type of value for Josh Donaldson. Are you <laughs> I mean, they obviously, uh, we picked up Aaron Hicks. You know that being the Orioles, and, and term, you know, kind of crap to, to Champagne. Really, I mean, he was playing <laughs> horrible in, in New York, and now now look at him. But like, who else can they? Re- I mean, it's like the guys in their lineup. I don't even, I hardly even know who they are. I mean, it's like, yeah. That's what I mean. Is there any trade value for any of these guys? I mean, maybe you get rid of Rizzo. I'd be surprised if they did. But I, I don't as far as veteran players, maybe Trevino because he's a decent catcher. But I, everybody else is like a no name or, a, a you know, second or third, fourth year player like IKF. I don't think he has trade value, really. I mean, he can play a lot of positions. But is he a, a great player? Not really. I, I don't even know where they go from here. Maybe Brian Cashman will pull something out of his, his rear end, but I'll be surprised.
0: Well, I mean, well, I look at, you know, I'm looking at the Yankee stats right now. They're hitting 231 as a team. Uh, Volpe, is it Volp or Volpe? Volpe, yeah. Volpe, yeah. <laughs> 208 right now. And Josh Donaldson is a joke, okay? 10 of his 15 hits, home runs. He's only batting a buck forty-two. Okay, he's way below the Mendoza line. I don't think anybody's going to take his contract. First of all, he's also a cancer. Okay, he's got—he is such a cancer because of the fact that he thinks he's better than everybody else. He bitch, bitches and moans. Okay, I hate to say this. Okay, but no one's going to take him. uh, DJ Lemayhu is a good player, but you know, he's not putting the bat on the ball. Glibert Torres is not putting the bat on the ball and Aaron judge. I think, I I hope he, I hope he does get better soon. I hope he does get uh, back into the lineup, but I just don't see him going, getting, coming back this season. I mean, I don't know what he did to his toe, but it must've been pretty bad.
1: Yeah. It's looking at these stats. Like, like you said, I mean, look at these, these individual stats. I, I think the closest guy, to Aaron judges like I'm just talking OPS here I think it's Torres at 752 and judge when he got hurt was hitting 1078 like there's nobody even in the same stratosphere that's another name you bring up though I, I that's what I mean I, I blanked on a lot of these guys but like labor Torres should be a trade like if I'm the Yankees I'll tra- I would trade him he's he's not that great of a second baseman he can hit some home runs but he now he's hitting 260 like is that I don't know uh maybe i don't I, I don't know how many of these guys are on like on the trading block or or a possibility cuz like dj lamehu I'd probably off him because he's getting old he's injury prone every single year he plays real he's a really good defensive player whether it be at third or first but or second i mean he can play pretty much everywhere but short but he's hurt he's he's not the same he's an older player like Bader uh, Stanton like I I just don't I I don't know where how many of these guys are going to get dealt or how many they're going to try and deal you know I'm I'm kind of surprised
0: that I'm kind of surprised that Yankee fans this season were like who the heck are these guys Uh, Yankee fans were like who are these guys I haven't uh, the only person I really know is Stanton Rizzo and Judge that's it and everybody else I don't don't know who they are.
1: Donaldson, unfortunately.
0: Do- but, uh, Donaldson, unfortunately, too. They had Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks, um, I feel like I feel like when he left New York, it's like a giant weight just lifted off of him. Because when when you play in the when you play in the Yankees or Red Sox organization, you wear a jacket of pressure, a whole bunch of pressure because they want you to perform Max, okay, and it, it it really just bugs me that you know these organizations like the Dodgers, the Mets, the Yankees, and Red Sox just throw so much money at these players and pressure them to perform. I feel like we're doing it right by getting the farm together. Uh, we have uh, we have Jackson Holiday who is just mashing the heck out of the ball. I'm, I'm on Maryland Sports Blog. I'm, I'm writing about Creed Williams, this stocky kid who is just. Tomahawking the ball. I mean, he had a 500-footer uh in Aberdeen a couple nights ago. I mean, that thing was just destroyed. Um, I look at how the O's are just doing the right things, so and the Yankees aren't. They they have nothing in the farm.
1: It's it's mind blowing too because, like I I've thought about it so many times is like that. You know, yes, you can build by the farm, and the Orioles are doing it the right way. I think a lot of teams try and build through the farm and it doesn't go exactly as planned. Like it's everything's a gamble, but when you have $290 million to gamble on, I I don't know how you screw it up this bit. Like, why? Why go get Josh Donaldson at at 36, 37 When you know he's kind of an, he has an attitude coming in. I mean, you knew that. You knew, Yeah, you, I'm sure Brian Cashman talked to guys around the league and and guys in the twin system and the Blue Jays system, and they and they probably warned him like, hey, this, you know, we, you know, you can take him off our hands, but this, this, and that, you know, there people talk and and word gets around, but it, it's crazy. Like just looking at that that Yankee lineup, it's there's nothing there's no fear going up against that lineup you know maybe in yankee stadium it's different they're they're tough to play there for for whatever reason but man like stan is has lived up he had a couple good years but he's injured every other day like I, it's just it's a disaster and i i they, they will figure it out because they're the yankees they won't be bad this long for you know won't be bad this won't be this bad much longer um but it right now it's it's yeah, you're exactly right. Orioles with the number one farm system and and you can you continuously like have to feed it and that's what they're doing. Like they're just keep replenishing the farm till you're just loaded at every single position.
0: Super quick, do you think Shohei Otani gets traded?
1: Uh, because of the inept of the Angels organization, I'll say no. Okay. They're just, they're just I'm def-
0: not... I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to say no too, because, you know, I, I think Shohei's a wonderful player. Great guy. Seems like he's got his head on straight. I mean, he smacked a foul ball so hard you could hear it and everybody got excited about it. So I don't think Shohei's going anywhere. I, you know, Los Angeles should, you know, give him an, you know, maybe another year, but you know, he's on the wrong side of 20. That's the problem. He's on the wrong side of 20 over 30 next year. Um, I think he's a once in a generation player, but who's going to have the money to sign him in the offseason? So Shohei, I don't think he's going anywhere. So next topic, training camps are just around the corner. It is time to pick our division winners. Um NFL just around the corner, college football just around the corner, my favorite time of the year, you know, getting with the Ravens Roos 117 and joining them in the Atlantic and having a good time, having a couple drinks and some meal, uh, meals and uh, you know, this year is going to be strange because um lots of changes across the league, some different rules and Justin Jefferson was just given the first overall 99 rating on Madden which I'm going to tell you Madden has turned into a trash franchise. Uh, it's just <laughs> not the same anymore. So um, we're going to, let's go ahead and uh, pick our division winners. We're going to start, let's start in the East um, and AFC East. Let's start with the AFC East. Um, let me grab my nice little thing here. There we go. All right. So for the AFC East, I think it's going to be the dolphins to um, Tua. Um, hopefully his heads heads on straight after what he suffered through last year. Um, what the Dolphins did to him were, it was just absolutely just dreadful. I, I don't think it's going to be the Jets or Patriots. I definitely think it's the Dolphins. They got a lot more firepower this year. They got Tyreek Hill. They did better with their special teams. Uh, their defense looks good. What do you think?
1: That's interesting. Yeah, you 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 might you might convince me. I still think the Bills hang on here. Uh, but I think it'll be real, real close. I I really don't think the Jets will do it. Uh, I think the Patriots might be better uh, with Bill O'Brien coming in to coach the offense. Other, you know, what last year it was like Matt Patricia, who's a defensive coach, it didn't even make sense. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> make sense at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I do have some belief in the Dolphins, and they ran the Bills basically wire to wire in that playoff game last year without Tua in Buffalo, so that was impressive. But I still I gotta lean Bills, but it's it's close. It is close.
0: All right. Let's move to the AFC North. Um as you know, this is one of the toughest divisions in all of football. Um, you got power power players in the Steelers, Bengals, and Ravens, and and the Browns did improve, but again, is it enough? So my division winner. It's probably going to be the Ravens. I'm going to say a 13-4, 14-3 season, depending on if Lamar stays healthy. Um, they did upgrade their wide receiving core. Their defense looks a lot better, adding Trenton Simpson. That that guy is going to be a monster. And then we also added Odell Beckham, which I want to tell you, uh, John Harbaugh inflicted, inflicted some uh, be good be good. You know Watch yourself a little here. I'm the boss. You're just a player. Be good. You'll be fine. Okay. We want you to be part of this team, but you know, I'm going with the Ravens. Um. So who do you got?
1: I'm this is so tough. Like this is so tough to pick. I think it, fun. it comes down to, I, I still think the Steelers are a little bit far away. I I'm, I'm like the most anti Mike Tomlin fan there is. I, I just don't think he's that great. I know I'll get roasted for that, but that is what it is um, I think I do think the Ravens have a better season. I almost wanna say like the Ravens and Bengals tie for the division, honestly because okay. I think the Ravens get better. I still and no offense to to Lamar or or I know your your beloved Ravens, but i I never have faith that he's gonna stay healthy an entire season, yeah, so that that plays into that, and it's hard to pick against. Uh, Joe Burr, as they call him, uh, yeah. there in Cincinnati. So I think the Ravens and the Bengals finish with the same exact record at the end of the year.
0: Okay. So, yeah, Bengals, uh, as you know, they got Joe Burrow, um, who's on his last year of his contract. They haven't come to a, an extension just yet. So I got the Ravens, and you say we're going to tie. Uh, Ravens and Bengals are going to tie. So let's move to the AFC South. Jags. I'm sorry, but that that is my end result. I don't have to say anymore because the Texans stink, Colts stink. The Titans just signed DeAndre Hopkins, but it's not enough. Okay, the Titans got defensive defensive issues. Um, I don't know what their quarterback situation is with Malik Willis and um, Will Le- uh, Levis. Now, Will Levis um, for the Titans, they they said he had accuracy issues and also that his personality sucked. I mean he was being really really like a complete ass of himself. So Jaguars hands down Trevor Lawrence now that now that he's got a cast, starting cast I definitely say he's going to have the Jaguars take the division. So I got the Jags.
1: Yeah, that that's this is probably the easiest, oh maybe maybe AFC West, but um yeah, the Jags are far and above better than those teams you mentioned like the te- texans are i think the texans do get better in the next couple of years with uh shoot i'm drawing a blank on the defensive coordinator from some from san fran coming over uh demar DeMico ryan's yeah Demico yeah. ryan's being the head coach i think they're going to get better the colts obviously bringing in uh richardson as the quarterback from florida uh he's he's a project right now uh my guy Gardner Minshew might be starting. So I do like Gardner Minshew. I I think he's a fun player, but mm-hmm. he's not he's not, I don't think he's gonna excel. Um I could be wrong, but and then and then Titans, I really I think the Titans will be real, real poor this year. I think they'll fall back to third or fourth. And you know, that defense is absolutely dreadful, which surprises <laughs> me with Mike Vrabel being the head coach. But um yeah, Jags, they were nine and eight last year. I'm I'm looking for like 11, 12 wins this year, I think.
0: Okay. And, uh, you know, the Texans brought in CJ Stroud. And he's going to be, I hope he uh, improves. I hope he does well with them. Davis Mills is off. Uh, probably more than likely going to be the starting quarterback. Okay. Um, let's move to the AFC West Chiefs. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty no, selfish. No, 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 nothing more needs to be said. Okay. The NFC East. I am going to go with. Philly. I'm actually going to go with Philly. Um, they actually, you know, improved this offseason, gave Jalen Hurts what he needed. Uh Hurts has got a great, great team ahead of him. Um looking at their roster, you got DeAndre Swift, you got AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Quez Watkins, Dallas Goder. It's they they got the team. They got the team to go this year. Um this and I I definitely like their, 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 their defense as well. I mean, you got Josh, and Fletcher Cox, you guys, I definitely say it's going to be the Eagles taking the division.
1: Yeah. I, I, there hasn't been a division like back-to-back division winner. I think it's been like 15 years. It's kind of weird how that works, but I I think not even being biased, being an Eagles fan, I think we're the Eagles are a better team. I I think the Cowboys are, are close. Like their roster is is very good, but I, I still think we're, we're a little better. And you know, coming off that Super Bowl run, I, th- I don't think there's going to be a hangover. I think we're going to go right at them. I, I have full trust in Jalen Hurts being the leader of that team. And and the Giants have a really, I mean, on paper, the Eagles have a really hard, hard schedule as well. So we'll see. But the Giants on paper, I think they're like away seven of the first 11 games. I think they'll put together some type of decent season like they had this year, nine and seven. I could see them going nine and seven again, but I don't think they're going to be a 13-14 win team yet.
0: Okay, so let's uh, move on to the NFC North. And uh, I got the Vikings uh, tying with the Lions. I don't think the Bears have enough firepower. Justin Fields still is not a good quarterback. I mean, it took a lot of time for him to get a 10, ten completed passes in one game. And then you have the Packers who are going to go with Jordan Love, who's a little bit unproven. So I got the Lions and the Vikings tying for the division.
1: Yeah, I got I'm going to go Lions just for kind of for fun this year. I I think they've been getting better. Um that team plays with extreme heart. Uh, they got CJ Gardner-Johnson from the Eagles who can can play some safety, can, you know, he led the league in interceptions before he got hurt last year. Um so I'm hoping their defense gets better. I'm really the most anti-Kirk Cousins fan <laughs> there is probably, so kind of hoping they take a step back. Uh they lost Alvin Cook as well, so I just think the Vikings won't be as good. They might be better defensively, but offensively, they'll take a
0: little bit of a step back. Okay, so we so you're going to say the Lions. All right, great. NFC South, the post-Brady era is finally here. Thank God, no more. Uh, this is going to be probably the worst of the worst, and it's going to be – I'm going to go with Carolina – Uh, strictly because my cousins live down North Carolina. So with uh, Bryce Young, uh, more than likely going to be the primary starter. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody's going to win more than eight games in that division. So I got uh, Carolina. Yeah, that's interesting. I think, man,
1: I like, I like Baker Mayfield a lot. I don't know what he's, what he can really do anymore. Um, There's question marks there, but I still, I think Tampa Bay somehow wins that division um just because mm-hmm. the defense it, it can show up at times and Brady wasn't that great last year I mean I I know it's still Brady and he knows this that and the third but they were he wasn't that you know it wasn't a great season for him and they they won the division last year I think by doing just enough and playing just a good enough defense I just don't have a lot of faith in the rest like the Falcons I, I Arthur I'm surprised Arthur Smith's still there um the Saints. I could see them making a run at, at the Buccaneers, but I just think Bryce Young might struggle in year one. I think eventually they'll get on track, though, with having Frank Reich as the head coach. I, I do like Frank Reich a lot, as is, you know, the time in Philly. So I think Carolina ultimately comes, you know, in a couple of years they're going to be good. I just oh, yeah. I think Bryce Bryce Young will have that rookie that rookie struggle. I think this year.
0: All right. And last but not least, the NFC West um, with, in, in my opinion, I definitely say it's going to be the 49ers. Brock Purdy being the starting quarterback over Trey Lance. Trey Lance has just not worked out. So I got the 49ers. They got a great D. They got, uh, they got the best in um, George, George uh, Kittle. They got George Kittle, a tight end. You got a good defense. Who's your pick?
1: Yeah, I got I got to go 49ers as well here. I I think. Seahawks played a little above their head last year. I don't know if they will do the same. I mean, they, they re-signed Geno Smith, which surprised, like at the money he got, I was quite surprised, but mm-hmm. if, good on him. Um, You know, he's had a long, hard ride in the NFL up until, excuse me, up until that point. Uh, But yeah, I, I think, I, I don't think Purdy's going to be as good as last year, but they're going to have a great defense. You, you know that that's like, you know, basically a, a shoe in great defense Kyle Shannon can coach in the regular season I don't think he can coach in the
0: postseason but um yeah 49ers 49ers get that all right so we have picked our division winners we're a little low on time so it's time for our business of the day and that business of the day is Italia's Corner Cafe you like pizza who doesn't who doesn't like pizza I love pizza it's Italia's Corner Cafe and at the Burwood Shopping Center in Glen Burnie, one of the greatest places to go to if you want to have yourself a good pasta dinner, uh, good appetizers, great salads, great pizza. Their pizza is terrific. I love their sauce. Their sauce is terrific. And not only that, their crust is perfection when it comes to this pizza. You can even order yourself a 20-inch pizza if you're you're really up to it. Um, but this is a great place to go grab a pizza, grab a slice, and also have yourself a beer or, or a glass of wine to go with your uh, dinner. So um, definitely check out Italia's Corner Cafe. And with that, it is time to go. So I'm Joshua. I'm Aaron. And we will see you soon.